You're listening to The Real Rebel Podcast, episode 20. I don't have time for this nonsense. I don't follow rules. I follow dogs on social media. Oh, no. Welcome to the Real Rebel Podcast, where it's all about rebelling against expectations and being unapologetically who you are. Each week, we get real, real with boss ladies going after their dreams and living life on their own terms. And now, here's your host, Katie B. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in. How is your January so far? It's 2018. I can't believe it. There was so much foundation building in 2017. And now that we've hit 2018, I feel like it's really a time of um, finding our power and really kind of setting things into motion that we've set up in 2017, which is actually what I talked to my next guest about. Megan Ayers is the founder of Project U, which is a movement of women coming together to consciously elevate themselves and the world. So it's a really powerful uh, business that Megan has created. And we talk a lot about the business, kind of the unforeseen challenges within the business, the unforeseen gifts within the business. We also talk about the same with uh, Megan's personal life and with things that she has faced recently and how she's overcome them. And a big part of the conversation is finding that power within yourself. And so I think that's a really key for a lot of people this year because we have set up the foundation, but now it's going to take power from within to fully believe that we can kind of be the steam behind the, the engine that we've built. So without further ado, I welcome you to the conversation with the sweet, kind, powerful Megan Ayers. Welcome, Megan Ayers. It's wonderful to have you on the podcast. Finally, we did a recording in person way back, but back then my tech skills were terrible and it did (laughs) not work out. Uh, So I'm really excited to talk to you today because as we were just kind of talking about, this is for me, like I know you, you're you're a good friend at this point and uh, it's just nice to have like a chill conversation with somebody that I know. Completely agree. I'm like, this is going to be a really good time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So um, for those of you who don't know, Megan is the founder of Project U. And as I uh, said in the intro, it's a movement of women coming together to consciously elevate themselves and the world. So maybe you can, because I know you know Project U in and out, you can describe it kind of in your own words. And perhaps it's morphed into something different. I don't know. But maybe just tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, absolutely. I also love that you used our new mission statement that we just did. I okay, I got it off of Instagram like 30 minutes ago. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, we so it's perfect. So, yeah, we we um changed that up just a couple weeks ago. But Project G is essentially this amazing group that I started like a year and a half ago now to really empower women to like discover who they are and find like that inner power. But as we were hosting the events, what we started to really realize, we're like, wow, this is more of a lifestyle. It's not just about like coming together once a month to have these workshop events. It's just a way of living. So that's why we kind of decided to change it to being um, this 
topic of conversations because really through the events, we're helping women elevate themselves and then they can take all those skills and bring them to the world. So I'm super excited to see what 2018 brings because we'll be really focusing on this new mission and then also kind of getting more into the merchandise realm and a bit more of like downloadable um, eBooks. Nice, nice. Very cool. So you're going to be essentially you're you're looking forward to monetizing more because you've created like this beautiful foundation and um I'm looking to do the same for myself that's the only reason why I can recognize it that that you're doing that and I'm curious what was the difference between this like what changed between this mission statement and the last Yeah I, honestly it was like a personal um like I guess self discovery I feel over the very first year when I started Project G, it was really because I was in that place of not feeling like fully confident, like not loving myself and not really appreciating who I was. So I was reaching out to all of these different realms to figure that out. And I still think it's like super important to focus on like mental and physical and spiritual being. But what I realized was that like the power is really within you. Hmm. So like you can look to all these different areas, but like you have to discover it for yourself. Hmm. And I think that that's where our, I started to really realize that I didn't resonate with that specific mission anymore, where I really just wanted to have women come together in the same space, share what they're doing, um, and then have, you know, the audience or whoever's there that evening kind of see, well, oh, well, maybe, you know, those tools would work for me. But what I need to do is I need to, you know, apply my life in my situation instead of trying to like find the answers and everything else. Mm, yeah. 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 I think that's really important kind of point that you're saying there because I feel the same way. I find that especially in the world of self-help, you can get really bogged down almost by other people's ideas and like everybody has like a plan for you to follow and like everybody has opinions about what you should be doing. But it is important to like take that power back and like like you said cultivate it within yourself and yeah. it sounds like you've had like a pretty massive transformation internally this year just by doing that yeah absolutely like I completely agree with you um there's so much information out there like in the yeah. self-help realm and then you just kind of are taking on other people's I like you said ideas or like and if something doesn't feel right and doesn't feel good it's like having a look at that and then switching it up. And I was like, I can only like grow Project U to like be what it is and to like help other women discover this for themselves if I'm willing to like acknowledge that, you know, the way it was is not really resonating with me anymore. So I think it's like really cool as you shift, like your business shifts too. And I think that that's how you kind of like excel and kind of what we were saying earlier, like monetize Mm -hmm. or like add value. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I um was feeling that as well, like I said before. And it's like all these things come up as a result of starting a business and and they kind of challenge you personally and especially like you're the founder behind Project U. And so as you evolve, then of course Project U has to evolve and you can only give what you know in that moment or give what the best that you have at that time. And, and of course, eventually it grows and grows and that's really... Yeah, that's really just the way it goes. If you're open to it too, I think that's really important is being open to looking at yourself like almost in not, a, I don't want to say like a critical way, but like just being very open-minded to the fact that the way you're doing things might not be the right way for you right now and open to, you know, shifting and looking at things differently, which it sounds like you you did. 
Yeah, definitely. I think that's like the one big thing like yeah. to acknowledge. And like, if you can do that, then I think you'll be set up for success and like whatever it is you want to do. Yeah. And I feel like the monetization thing too is like, it's really a reflection of self-worth and it's really, it, it can be hard. Like money is where it gets really sticky and tricky for people because it's like, there's a lot of issues we have wrapped up in money and it's like a really slow energy. And so even if we feel like we're ready to attract it, it might take a while to for that to catch up, which can cause a whole slew of other <laughs> issues. Yes. So have you found anything that you've kind of come up against regarding money as you start to move towards monetization? Because I know I have. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think like money is like this as a society, this whole like block yeah. where there's like a lot of like deep rooted like beliefs or different things and especially like as women as well. So it's kind of like you have to work through that. Um, yeah, I think like one thing I realized for sure, like through the past year is like maybe not acknowledging how much value there are like in the events and like what people are really getting and like what we're doing um, for them, like in the room and how much work that goes in. So I've really had to like reflect on that and be like, okay, like we are providing an amazing service. People are leaving happy. Like everyone loves the, the event. So it's like having to be like, okay, well, what do I need to do in 2018 to like, make sure everyone in the community who collaborates with us, you know, gets the recognition that they deserve, but like, how do we, you know, make sure we're also as like a business of Project you ensuring that like we, you know, create the flows that we need to be sustainable Yeah, because yeah. Like, you do need that. So I think it's like having to like, like you kind of said, get over your own self-worth and it's still like something that I'm working on, but I've realized like when you just ask for what you need from people, like usually it works out, mm, you know? Mm, yeah. So it's like, you just realize it's like you and like my own internal yep, chatter yep, yep. that like stops me. So like, it's definitely like a work in progress um, for sure. Yeah. And I was going to say too, it's like one of those things I even, cause I do work full time as well. Right. And so you kind of have to look as like often when you are doing something you love, like it, it is easier if you have that attention and time for it to like create the flows. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. And you need, you need to feel nourished. You can feel nourished by doing what you love, but if, if you're putting a ton of time into it and you're not seeing any like return, like you said, you need the money so that you can keep doing it even to to bring it forth because it would be all lovely if you didn't have to monetize and you could just give and give and give, but you need to sustain it in some way. And it's important too, to recognize that. And, and it's important for, um, and I'm sure you're, you're the people who come to your events, they, they appreciate them. And so, you know, it's like, if you're providing something of value, then people will pay for it. It's just a matter of believing that, that it's worth it in the first place, you know? And often I think we're late to that party relate to our own party in that regards. <laughs> I completely agree with you. Like, you know, in the beginning, it took me like a really while. I mean, I've been in personal development for like a few years now, but like to believe that like, oh, like, should I spend money on myself to like be a better person? Like, and like the answer for me now is like 100% yes. Because like to wake up and actually feel like 
in control and be like, okay, I've got this or like happy with like where you're at and like to not have like always those like, I mean, there's moments like, you know, me where I'm like, oh, everything's freaking shit right now. (laughs) But like for the majority, like I used to be that person that was like nervous to like have conversations with people or like, I don't know, like do things a certain way or like overthink everything. And like, to be honest, I would have never got over that if I hadn't like put myself out there and like spend money on like wanting to be better Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. learn more and like do that type of work. So I think that's like really important that we acknowledge that we're worth it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think you're a hundred percent right. And I think self-worth is such an issue for people. And I know that like, I know where my self-worth issues come from. And I think it's very common. Do you know where yours even originated or has that been a part of your journey, like discovering that? Mm. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, <laughs> yes, I guess like yes and no. I feel like it depends on whatever your belief systems are. I mean, yeah, I mean, currently I feel like there's probably times in childhood like where, you know, certain pain situations happen or, you know, I was bullied frequently as a kid, which I'm sure a lot of people can relate mm-hmm. to. Like, mm-hmm. it's just one of those awkward times. So I would say like a lot of it's like caught up in that. And then there's probably a lot that I'm like not even fully aware of, right? Yeah. Um, but I definitely feel like we've had these conversations before and it's almost that like fear of like like not being accepted, which I think like a lot of a lot of people seem to through conversations that, that comes up have. So, you know, it's just kind of like working on that. But I think um the more like you can just stay present and enjoy what you're doing, like you can like kind of separate from that a little bit, but it's still there. Yeah. (laughs) Great. You know, but you just got to like work through it. Yeah. It's, it's a daily, I don't know. I think it's a daily thing. It's like reminding yourself because the inner critic can be such an arse like 90% of the time. And so you have to kind of be like, eh, like I'm not, not today, but sometimes it gets the better of you. It's like we're human, right? And I think totally. it was, I was watching something on Instagram recently, Gabby Bernstein. I don't know. She has a new book out and she was saying something like, yeah, we're human. We get out of alignment. And so like, don't freak out about it. It happens to everybody. It happens to everybody on the daily just remind yourself that like, yeah, okay, just be gentle with yourself, which is kind of, I'm sure you've come up to times where you've been being hard on yourself and and realizing that that doesn't do you any good to just constantly be berating yourself. And, and it's, it's better just to be kind and gentle and like to chill out because it, it does happen to everybody. It's not an isolated event. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you on that one. Like even <laughs> earlier this week, I'm like, you can be doing so well. You're like, yeah, like things are going great. Like this is awesome. And then like something happens and you don't even really know why. But then all of a sudden you're like, oh, like I feel like Ugh. I'm in the yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> I think it's kind of what you just said. It's like now I'm better where I'm like, okay, like this is going to pass. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like just kind of I'll try and do things, you know, that pull my attention like out of being bullied by myself Mm -hmm, (laughs) and mm -hmm, kind of mm -hmm. just move on. Yeah. 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 Totally. I agree. Okay. So now I'm kind of going to direct this a little bit more towards project you because, um, it sounds like you're really kicking it into like a whole new era, which is really exciting. Um, so I'm just curious as to, um, what has been 
the biggest unforeseen benefit or gift that Project U has given you? And what has been the biggest unforeseen challenge that it's given you? Ooh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, this is such a good question. I feel like, okay, for gifts, what like immediately came to mind, I was like connection with women. It's definitely been something that's been so amazing. For me, for a while there, I didn't really have like a core group of females that I could like go to and really feel like I could be vulnerable and no matter what, like they would have my back. And I think through doing Project you have built such strong relationships with the women who are, on our, who are on my team and even the women who come to the events where I do really feel like, wow, like a sense of community. Mm-hmm. We actually did like an exercise, you weren't on the call, like the mastermind the other week where we rated like our past year and like what had been really strong for us. Oh, and shit. For- that sounds like fun. I know. Well, I'll with you later. You'll <laughs> love it. But yeah, for me, it was like community, like community, sense of well-being, like really love and accepted. And I think that that's just a true testament to what Project You is, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's a very welcoming space. On the flip side, one thing that's been like, I guess, a bit more, you said challenge, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Like the, the a big block or whatever that you've either overcome or not yet. I feel like I'm, I'm definitely like seeing it now for like what it is, but balancing, you know, Project You and also like being in a committed relationship with someone like I love. And like, as you know, this has definitely come up a bit. And like what I had to realize was like, you know, I have an amazing boyfriend and he's doing, you know, a lot of the things that he loves to do right now and working on his business. And, you know, so am I. But what I needed to realize was like, when are the times that I'm going to support him? And when are the times that I'm not going to be there to support him? And I don't mean that in a negative way, just I mean, not being able to show up and like... (laughs) We cater to his needs or, you know, just making the space to work on Project U that didn't interfere with the time that we were going to have together. Mm -hmm. And for a while there, I would totally like overschedule our time together to work on Project U. And it was just creating a hot mess. And then that made me have more breakdowns. Like our relationship was more of like a clash. And in turn, then we both like were not succeeding. So it's like really like having to get on the same page, like with your partner. Um, And I think that's like a really good lesson to learn, especially like if you want to progress forward, both doing what you love. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying that you had to schedule more time for Project U and be firm on that or or you had to schedule more relationship time? I feel like uh, for sure scheduling both, but like making sure they're in like their own <laughs> time block in the calendar, not oh, okay. overlapping. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or like scaling back a little bit. Like um, for 2018, like I just reworked the structure of Project U to work with my relationship mm-hmm. instead of having it like, you know, be this thing that had to happen like every single like bulldoze month. bulldoze everything. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. When it was like, nothing's going to happen to Project You. It's amazing. And we should do what works for it. But so that we can have balance. That I can have balance. And all my team can have balance. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting one. I think that's like t- you taking your power back as well or t- or kind of igniting your power around like, this is 
my business. I started it. It doesn't need to run me. I have to run it, which means I uh, my relationship is a priority. If I didn't have it, I would be very upset. So I have to make it a priority. Um, yeah, so, so I think that's really important. I think it's very easy when you start a business to get very lost in it, lost in the time, lost in working on it, thinking you have to do everything all the time perfectly. And it's just draining and it's just not, it's not possible. It's not doable unless you're Gary Vaynerchuk and you have like an entire like team around you all the time. Goals. <laughs> goals. I know, right? To definitely goals. One day. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that that's really interesting that um, I, I, I didn't think you were going to say something about a relationship in business, but it's so true that, I mean, the whole, your whole world is symbiotic. Like it needs to be working together in order for it all to function or it falls apart. Totally. I can, yeah, 100%. <laughs> 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 so, like, uh. You brought something up just in that conversation, which I actually thought this is what you were going to say. So it triggered, triggered me to ask it. Um, you're working a full-time job right now. Yes. As a retail buyer for the Fairmont. Yeah. And you're doing Project You and you have a relationship and you have a social life and you take care of yourself in other ways. Like how the hell do you do it all? Like, I mean, you're right now doing an interview with me at eight o'clock in the morning before you go to work. Like you fit things in where you can. Um, but I mean, what advice would you have to people who are balancing something like a full-time job and a business that is done as well as yours has and is growing as as you know as quickly as yours is yeah well thank you for that kind compliment <laughs> I really appreciate that um I feel like it de- it means definitely like you know giving up a few things that perhaps you once did and really being like fierce I guess with the time that you have and knowing that it's not a forever, like to be completely honest, like this past year was crazy, like nonstop, go, 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 go. But it meant that like, you know, I haven't watched TV. Like I don't watch TV. I don't, we don't even have cable. <laughs> like, it's yeah, not I an option. You. Like <laughs> I am like out of the loop on current events. And I usually like my week is just insane. It's like get up, work, you know. PY, da, 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 everything on repeat. But I think if you want something bad enough, like you have to be willing to like be uncomfortable and not do like what most people would be willing to do. Um, and I think that's just a true testament to like, you know, anyone we've really talked about or people you've had on the podcast is that, you know, we're just, you know, for myself and, you know, I think even everyone I mentioned, like we're willing to do something different because like we want things to be different in the world, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and I want there to be change and I'm not doing it to like put myself out there and be like, look at all the things that I can do. I just want the world to be a better place for everyone to experience because there's a lot of things out there that are like really not okay. Um, and you need to have a good support system. Like we talked about that a little bit, like community. There's a lot of people that like do help me when I need it. Um, and without them, like I wouldn't be able to like get through. 
And I think also like I'm really bad at responding to text messages. I think sometimes just people, I love everyone, but maybe I don't always get back to them right away. Yeah. You know, it's just give and take. Yeah. Well, certain things slide and certain things get taken care of. You just have to do what's the most, you know, prioritize things and, and life gets a little nutty sometimes. But uh, yeah, I love what you said there. It reminds me again. I don't know why Gary Vee is coming up again, but here he is. I watched a video and he basically told, I think it was like this middle-aged woman who was trying to change up her life. And I can't remember exactly what it was, but basically he's like, look, if you want to get this done, you and your husband need to eat shit for two years because like, it's just going to be hard. That's just like the truth of it is like, it's going to have to be difficult for a while. And I think it's so true. It's like, we look online and we see things and it looks so perfect from a from an outside perspective, especially a lot of these businesses. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, like it's it's hard work and you don't you can't skip around that uh, part of the journey. Like you have to you have to put in the time um, and, mm-hmm. and you clearly are doing that. How, how do you take care of yourself then? How do you make sure that you don't burn out? Yes. This is a this is a good question because like, you look always so put together and like beautiful. I, I the way I described you to my boyfriend when I was like before you came over the first time I was like she's like a Disney princess like she's oh. like beautiful and he was like oh, okay yeah yeah and whenever I'm like yeah you know the one that came over like Megan he was like oh Megan yeah because like you're so sunny and bright and I mean to have that kind of energy requires a certain amount of self care and like deposits into that bank account, if you will. So yeah, yeah, no, it definitely does. I mean, I've definitely always been one to just have this like bubbly personality. I think for sometimes I tried to like, maybe hide that portion. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, no, like, that's just how I am. So everyone that's such an asset. That's to, such a wonderful to, thing to accept it. But um, you know, me, I mean, there's been plenty of times where I like I have had quite a few breakdowns. And it's only recently where I've kind of learned that lesson the hard way. Um, food is like the biggest fuel that like you can give for your body. So like, I never really skip out on that. Like it's necessary. Mm-hmm. And I get a lot of sleep. Like I am, I know, you know, I do work crazy, but it's like a non-negotiable for me to not sleep more than like seven hours. I've just realized it doesn't work. And then I get emotional and cry. And I think it's, you can do more. Yeah. And I do work out like even if it's like 30 minutes a day, like I'll just like run over to the gym and like do like a little bit of like weight training or um, like get on the treadmill. I think like those three practices are really fundamental um, as well as like I don't engage in activities anymore that I don't want to do. And if mm. it's not with people that like make me feel um, good. Cause like that just is like takes from, like you said, those amazing deposits of self-care. Like I just don't have time for that. And it's not, um, to be negative. It's just, you know, if you have a goal and a direction that you're going, you need to be surrounding yourself with like people that will assist with your self-care bubble. Totally. Yeah. Main practices. Yeah. I love the use. I love all of that. And it's so true that it's that, the fine art of saying no, and um, mm-hmm. being okay with potentially upsetting people and for the benefit of yourself um, because it can be so draining to be in a place you don't want to be, to be with people who are not kind of 
concerned about your best interest or on that same kind of energetic level. And it's just, it can be really taxing. So, I mean, mm-hmm. the saying no is, is um, difficult though for a lot of people. I find it's like a, something that it takes time to cultivate, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Like I was never a no person until like <laughs> probably the last like six or seven months. Um, and I think that that just came from like my own kind of what we were saying before, like self-worth or like that fear of like saying no. And it's like, oh, well, they not like me or like that whole kind of backstory. But like if yeah. you eliminate that, then you're like good to go. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, okay, so like we were talking about, the business has um, grown quite a bit in the last like year and a half. I think I went to your, when was your one year uh was in the summer, August. Yeah. 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 So when you're growing this wonderful business, I mean, did you ever have or experience doubt internally or from external sources that you had to deal with? Or do you still deal with it? And and what do you do about it? Okay. (laughs) Good question. Um, Oh, yes. Like, totally. I mean, you know, Karen, Karen, Lee and I started together and there was times when I was like shit like what are we doing like is anyone gonna show up to our events like I remember our first event so it was a lot of like doubt and like to be honest there was like times when like I even had like my own chatter with like people on the team like not like I wouldn't say those things but like those limiting beliefs where you're like oh like am I can I even like lead these these this group of women um like, are they going to be like better than me? And that was just all stuff that I had to like work on, on my own. And then realize like, no, like we're all equal. Like we all bring something to this, this team, this project. And like through that, we can only create more. So I think getting rid of like those limiting beliefs that the business would fail was like the first part. And then also like not comparing myself with like others and others businesses because like, that's so easy to do. Like kind of you were saying earlier, like in the world of Instagram looking perfect, because like, that's not reality. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it can be such a nightmare you put yourself through by comparing yourself to other people. It's ridiculous. Totally. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was like the doubt aspect. And then what was the second part that you said? It was just how you dealt with it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I think just like through personally, like doing the self-development, mm-hmm. um, like going through the process of like applying all the tools that like were taught at the events and just doing different things on the side and really reflecting and, you know, becoming like the individual that I wanted to be. And also like, you know, granting so much like love and being this and support to everyone on my team mm-hmm. and knowing that kind of like what we said before, if there was any, you know, point when maybe someone or said something to me that was negative or someone on the team just like wasn't as passionate about the project anymore, like that's okay, you know, because everyone's like out playing like their own game here. Mm -hmm. And so just continually like believing in that, like made it easier to like move forward and disregard, you know, some comments that maybe were said. But overall, like there's just been a lot of support for the project. So that's been really amazing. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. I mean, I think if you're putting something good out there, people will support it and there will always be people who don't agree or whatever. And then they do, that's not, they don't, then they don't need to listen or they don't need to come to the events or be a part of it. That's just, ah, and I was, this reminds me of something that um, I think I'm reading 
oh, who is the guy? Tim Urban from Tim Ferriss's book, um, Tribe of Mentors. I bought it in like an airport in, I think I was, I don't know where I was. I've been in a lot of airports lately. Um, (laughs) I just can't even remember where. Um, But he was talking about how the most important thing or the thing that you can do to really help your business or your audience going forward is like, become the most potent version of you and like imagine that you're talking to a room full of yous and like how would you be when you were talking you would just be like your real true self you would um not worry about what anybody thought about you you would just give whatever you know you need for yourself and and it's kind of like it erases all doubt that way because it's like oh I'm just you know I'm talking to like a room full of me's and like they think I'm pretty cool so I'm just gonna keep going and and it's that persistence that pays off in the end ultimately which I think you're you're finding as as you grow now on your second year I know it's crazy (laughs) yeah yeah and you've had a lot of guests on um what is now, this might take you a minute to think about. What is kind of a common thing that you often hear your guests either say was like difficult for them or something that that there's like a common theme that, that like advice that they're giving? Because I imagine, I mean, you've you've seen quite a lot of people talk now. There must be some some commonalities between them. Mm-hmm. So do you mean like common advice that the speakers would get? Yeah, or, or that things? they give kind of. Yeah, you know, I feel like a yeah, this is a good one. There's like a few things coming up for me. There it's been cool because a lot of them have been like different and spunky in their own ways and like sharing their own tools. But I feel one theme that like really sticks out is like kind of what I said in the beginning a little bit is like that self-love and like that time to just like appreciate and be grateful for like who you are and like what you want to do and just like working towards that kind of continuously and not really comparing yourself. I feel like all the speakers always touch on that. So, you know, and I think that that's really, really strong and a good thing to remember. And I think it correlates really well because a lot of the women who come to the events are like struggling with like appreciating self or like knowing what they want to do in life, like what's their purpose and being able to speak up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, I think it's so universal and I think it's so kind of almost reassuring to hear that like it's a really common thing and if like you're feeling down on yourself or low and like you're not worthy you're not enough you're not this enough that enough like it's like the girl next to you is feeling the exact same thing and the girl on the Instagram feed feels the same thing at some point in the day like it's just kind of reassuring that even the people who have like you know really made it it's still kind of something that they yeah that they bring up and talk about yeah yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like I feel there isn't, I, I mean, I'm sure everyone's been there. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. They, maybe they're not dealing with it anymore, but they've definitely, definitely been there before. Um, totally. So this episode is coming out second or third week in January. So it's still like a fresh month at this point, but we're talking to 2017, Megan. So what do you hope for yourself not for the business, um, but for you, what what do you kind of want to see if you're standing at the end of 2018, looking back at the year, what do you hope to see for yourself? And and you could say for the business also, but 
What do you kind of hope to be looking back at? At the end of this year? Yeah. At the end of 2017? Or 2018, 2018. 18, 2018, right. Okay, yes. (laughs) Look alive, Megan. (laughs) Um, Yes. Ooh. Okay, so at the end of 2018 for the business, I hope to look back and see that we opened Toronto. What, what does that exciting. mean? What does that mean? Yeah, like we want to open our chapter there in September is our wow. game plan for like launching. Um, yeah, a lot of the girls and myself on the team have like connections and friends there. So we're like, yeah, Toronto is definitely where we want Project U to be next. Awesome. So we're working on that. We we rebranded. So hoping that the brand um, has been well recognized. Um, we're kind of created this amazing avatar and... Um, are like, I guess, you know, who is our ideal, you know, woman coming to Project G. We named her Erica. So hoping that Erica <laughs> has taken off and she's like this awesome superhero. So hoping that lots of women are falling in love with Erica. That we have collaborated with quite a few um, women entrepreneurs. And in this kind of specific realm, I'm talking about like women who create products because mm-hmm. we want to launch merchandise for Project U this year. Right. So coming out with um, a few different articles, um, um, a variety of items, and really just seeing that we put on some very powerful events and that we have some awesome publicity with high level women um, in various communities. And just knowing that Project U is kind of up leveling and going to its next level and entering 2019 like having a tv show would be shit really (laughs) yes it's like that's what i'm like envisioning so we'll see (laughs) look out world that's really exciting i didn't know that even i didn't hear you haven't talked about that in the mastermind at least well i haven't been there the last couple times but that's super cool yeah it's like a new idea so we'll see will you be the host Yes, absolutely. You're like, oh, a, fuck I, yeah. I, I've always wanted to be like a little mini Oprah. Oh my God, you would be so perfect because you you would be perfect for TV. Like you always look so put together. <laughs> okay, so what about for yourself personally? Mm, okay, this is a good one. Um, for myself personally, I really want to spend time in 2018 helping my um, partner, Corey fuel his business so that he is kind of crushing all of the goals that he wants to have. Um, Hopefully I get a dog. I really want a dog. Really? What kind (laughs) of dog do you want? Like a mini, a little Frenchie, a black and white one. Mm. His name will be Pete. I've already decided. Oh, wow. So this is not just a brief thought. This is, this has been thought out. Oh yeah. This is like a few years in the making. Um, I definitely want to spend time like doing more hobbies. Like I would love to like learn how to dance, like do some ballroom dancing, um, finish like decorating our place or maybe a new place. That would be awesome. And just like continue, you know, living from like my truth and kind of what we talked about before, like having that time for self-care and really just, you know, even with retail buying, I would absolutely love to do some like contract buying. So see where that takes me and just continue, you know, doing what I've been doing best. Just like being myself and enjoying. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds nice. It sounds like you're 
kind of you've really put a lot of yourself into Project U, and now you're kind of wanting to go into a little bit of the sweetness of life, just living for yourself, the things that that make you feel good, like a, a like puppy, and to like make your home what you really want it to be. And and I think mm-hmm. those are extremely underrated and very very powerful things. Just just to stop and like be like what would what do I want in my own life not what do I want for my business but like what would really make me you know excited and like excited to get up in the morning and that's really cool sounds like you're really on that track yeah no I love that you said that I feel like you know 2017 was really all about like business and figuring those things out but like what I realized is like yes I want to have a successful business but if I'm not like happy yeah doing the things that I love like I'm not proving anything to anyone else you know totally and I think that that took a while to get you know so yeah just like really realizing that that's really cool very good uh so we're gonna wind up here and I'm doing this new thing as I told you before we're gonna do some rapid fire okay so there's going to be three kind of random questions and then two at the end which I always ask everybody on the podcast so the first one is because, you know, I change this up a bit for you. You're like a lady-like kind of lady. Um, not all the time. I mean, you have your moments, but... Uh, <laughs> pretty much ladylike. <laughs> but pretty much ladylike. So um, what three things would you, would we always find? Like if we opened up Megan Eyre's bag right now, what what would we find in it? Three things. Okay. Um, purse or just like side bag? Oh shit. Uh, (laughs) book bag? No, okay. Not book bag, like purse. Purse? Okay. Probably like (laughs) 10 lip glosses. Yeah. Um, my cell phone, obviously. Um, and then I have like cute little pictures, like, or like people or like inspiration cards. (laughs) Do you really? (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. You know. It's a little fun for the day, and it's still <laughs> kind of pick me up. And we're rece- me too. I my purse has like I don't know. Okay, I can't say purse. I have like a backpack now, but there's like a layer of flattened receipts always at the bottom. <laughs> Just yeah, a lot of those. We'll file those it's one day. Well, one day. Uh, okay, so if you could have dinner with any person, living or dead, first person that comes to your mind, who would it be? Oh, my instant was like Oprah. I know that's pretty classic, (laughs) like, you know, but I'm like, I really, truly just like believe in like what she's doing yeah, and like her and all that she's done. So let's talk show. Come on. I need to pick her brain. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And get her connections. Uh, Okay. Third question. What is the latest book that you've read or are reading now? Ooh. I'm like actually like not reading anything at this specific time. I'm like listening to podcasts only. But the latest book that I like did have on my bedside table was Fierce Conversations. Huh. I haven't heard of that. I'm like, yeah, I wonder if I have it close by. But anyways, yeah, it's a really good one. It's about like basically just having like tough conversations like in life or in the workplace Mm. and how to control that. So Mm. it's a good one. That would be a good one. Yeah. That's one that we all need a little guidance on, I think. Okay, so last two questions. These are my final questions that I ask everybody on the podcast. So what advice would you give your 20-year-old self if 20-year-old Megan was sitting across from you right now? What would you say to her? Ooh, 
I would probably, yeah, I would definitely say to her, um, like, know your personal integrity and just like enjoy life. It's just a sweet game. You know, Mm -hmm. each day comes with like new challenges and new opportunities. So just like keep going and not take anything so seriously. Mm, Beautiful. Yeah. I think that's, I love what you said about it being a game because it kind of is sometimes. Yeah. Totally. Uh, final question. What is your rebel cause? So what what are you trying to change in the world exactly? What gets you up out of bed in the morning and, and wanting to make change? Mm. Okay, yeah. My rebel cause is definitely like women like owning their power and like being able to use that like so fiercely in like all areas of their life, but for good and like whatever that looks like like you as an individual but just like unleashing that you know I want that for everyone you know it's good that's awesome I Mm -hmm. love that very good thank you very much Megan and where can people find you or project you or where do you want to send people mostly yeah absolutely so for project you we are on Instagram um, and our handle is I am project you Mm -hmm. and our website is I am project you Dot com. And for me, you can follow me on Instagram. Um, the handle is Megan Ayers. Um, and same as my website is MeganAyers.com. So pretty simple. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, yeah, head over to the I Am Project U site because they probably have some new events coming up. Or And then you guys do like Monday Motivations, I think, on Facebook. Is that right? So yeah. There's always stuff going on, always good stuff that you can like, even if there's not an event going on right now, there's going to be something there for you. So make sure you head on over to the site. And uh, thanks for listening. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Real Rebel Podcast. So I usually ask you to head over to iTunes, click subscribe or leave a review or something like that. But today's a bit different. I've actually launched a coaching program. You can head over to my website, realrebelpodcast.com to check it out. Now, please keep in mind, even When I say it myself, the word coaching program, it conjures up images of like greasy slicked back hair dudes trying to like sell you their 12-step program. If you just like click this link to go to this webinar to then purchase this like ridiculous course, like I'm sorry, that's not how I do things. I have a coaching program. It is as good as I possibly can make it. It is my best that I could possibly give you. And it's all about stepping out of the box, getting unstuck, being unapologetically who you are and bringing your dreams into reality this year. And there is no cheese of any variety. No soft cheese, no hard cheese, no cheese, no slick back hair, no greasy sales. It's just good shit. So if you want to check it out, head over to my website, realrebelpodcast.com and it will be there waiting for you patiently. See you next Tuesday.